he'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings. Uh, through our app and um, if you can't make it to service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give the website and on our app uh, Givelify shall we pray dear Father in heaven we thank you again for another day not promised Lord we ask that our days be resourceful and our days be useful, Lord, for the kingdom. We ask you for your power, your presence, and your grace. We ask you to give us the power we need, Lord, for your word that goes forth. And for everybody, under the sound of my voice, to receive a message that will be a blessing in their life. Now, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the book of Mark, chapter 5. We shall find our uh, launch verse, launching of verse will be, and I do ask that you, uh, your chances we read the entirety of chapter 5, um, this particular section of Mark, and I mentioned in my sermon, is a collection of hopeless situations that Jesus uh, is able to help remedy but uh, mark chapter 5 and we'll read verse 36 again i'll be uh, plucking along through that particular ending of chapter 5 verse 36 jumps out at me for this particular message it says mark writes when jesus overheard what was said he told the synagogue leader don't be afraid only believe don't be afraid only believe the grass withers and the flower fades away but the word of our god shall stand forever we got this with jesus is the title of a little sermon today we got this with jesus today we got this is a colloquial term from the point of view that whatever you face whatever we face it will be taken care of usually it involves and depends on whom you are with and who you are you see if you're able to do this thing that you are facing and you are with someone else who usually shares the same view you might say we got this Because in your assessing of the situation, you have surmised that this thing will be easily conquered. 
excuse me for being personal, but before I was saved, I took the everyday activities for granted, walking, talking, and just doing the basic task of being a person. But when I got saved, I realized that my faith had been in myself, but was misguided and needed to be in Jesus. Now, instead of saying, I got, I got this, I say, he got this. Whatever it is that I need to do, whatever it is that I have to face, and since there is a plurality present here under the sound of my voice, we can all say together, we got this with Jesus. And what is this? This is whatever you are facing in your life. This can be filled in with whatever you are looking at right now. Oh, brothers and sisters, somebody is going through some stuff. That's what this is. Somebody is going through a situation. That's what this is. Somebody has some trauma, trials, and tribulations going on. That's what this is. Preach, Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. So if you're going through this and we are with Jesus, we can say we got this <laughs> with Jesus in the text. Uh, this section of the book of Mark, it is called the home of the hopeless. There are four important possible hopeless situations that Mark presents. In here, there is the troubled sea. There is the tormented sinner. There is the traumatized sufferer. And here this morning, we're going to look at the tragedy of the schoolgirl. In the text, we're introduced to a high official in the synagogue. Named Jairus. Jairus is facing a problem. Jairus is facing a situation that requires more power than he has possession of. You see, Brother Jairus worked in the church. Brother Jairus was a close high official in the church with the heads and leaders of the synagogue. And he had been around. Matter of fact, in my readings for this particular text, this written down that he uh, was in the church and had heard of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not necessarily a worshiper of Jesus, but he had heard of Jesus just by being in the church. Well, can I put a pause right there and say, let everybody come to the church who wants to. Because in your coming to church, you should hear the name of Jesus. You should hear that this man who healed the sick and who raised the dead can fix whatever your problem is. If you could just get to the church. Yeah, that's where you can hear about Jesus. Jairus worked in the church. Jairus was an official. Jairus was a leader in the church. Well, let's look at this real quick. I got two points to drop on you and I'll leave you alone. First, let's look at the Savior's focus. 36a says, when Jesus overheard what was said. Well, well, can I lay down some, some tracks first? Can I teach you while I preach you? Jesus earlier in the, in the chapter was on his way because Jairus had gotten him. Jairus had went and got found Jesus, and Jesus is on his way with Jairus to Jairus' house. But on the way, there was a sister, a sister who needed some healing, a sister who needed a touch 
from the master. Been sick 12 long years, an issue of blood, and long story short, she pressed through the crowd to get to Jesus. Now, mind you, Jairus' daughter is under hospital care. He, she's under home care. She's on the brink of dying. But here Jesus takes the time to ask, who touched me? Because the woman with the, with the issue of blood had touched the hem of his garment. And he stops to turn around and say, who now Jairus daughter is, mind you, she's dying. She, she's on the brink of leaving us. She's on the deathbed and Jesus stops to tend to this woman. Matter of fact, matter of fact, he didn't have to touch the woman. He told, turn around and said, woman, your faith has made you well. Now, can you imagine keying in on Jairus? Jairus is stopped. Jairus' uh, procession to the house is stopped because Jesus focuses on what it is that needs to be focused on. Now, Jairus could have raised the commotion. I don't read. I didn't study anything. that said, Jairus said, come on, Jesus. Because Jairus knew that he was a great teacher and a healer. So he was trying to get Jesus to his daughter before the final eulogy was said. Oh, but Jesus stops to tend to this woman with the issue of blood. And that's what I like about Jesus. Can I? Jesus will stop what he's doing to even come and see about us. Some of us know we didn't have our mind on Jesus, but Jesus had his mind on us. And he'll stop whatever he's doing to get to whatever he needs to get to for us. So by this time, can I imagine? I'm setting it up for you. Jesus' focus leaves from the woman. Now somebody's running from the house telling Jairus, don't even worry about bringing Jesus because your girl is dead. <laughs> now can, can, I, can I put a pause right here and say some of us humanistically thinking that if only he had just ignored that woman and kept on his way to the house. But but we know the story. We, we know, we we know, we 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 know and and Jesus didn't respond to the crowd. He kept now his focus on Jairus. Cause you know, sometimes some extra come in just to see how we gonna uh uh we gonna do. Sometimes extra come around and God does that on purpose just to see how we're going to withstand and stand under the pressure. Yeah, yeah. Jesus didn't listen to the crowd. Jesus didn't listen. They came said, Jairus, your daughter is dead. It's a waste of time for you to bring Jesus now. <laughs> waste of time to bring him to the house. She's already passed. She's gone. You were too late, man. So Jesus doesn't let Jairus listen to the crowd. Isn't it something different when you need Jesus to work something out for you? I'm sure I saw Jairus could have been in the church seeing all these miracles and hearing about all these miracles, but never having an instant where he needed Jesus for himself. But it's something altogether different. But when, when we need Jesus to work something out, for us, yeah, we come to church, we hear about somebody else being blessed. And while we're going through what we're going through, maybe not going through anything that requires um, 
a miracle or a blessing. But we hear and see other people being blessed. There's something different. When you need Jesus to work something out uh, for you. Sometimes in that situation of working out situation that got worse before it got better. And there will be signs that the situation may get worse before it gets better. And sometimes people will remind you that things have gotten worse. You read on down in the, in the, in the text and chapter. Read, read on down. It says Jesus walked in the house. And, 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 and they laughed at him. Came in the house, he saw a commotion. Look at verse 38. Commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And he said, why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleep. (laughs) Jesus kept his focus on what the issue was. He said, why are y'all? See, sometimes you got to get in. Read, he said, he he told him, get out. He said, why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleep. They laughed at him, but he put them all outside. Sometimes you can't operate with folk who are not where you are on your level. That's why sometimes spiritual folk are not on your level. You can't sit there and you can't dwell with them because they're going to drag you down. Oh, yeah, 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 your brother, my brothers and sisters, beloved, sometimes we think we strong. We we really think we've been in the word till we start hanging around folk who go against the word. Yeah, they may be churchy folk. They may be folk who go to church every frequently, every once in a while, maybe CME people, Christmas, Mother Day and Easter folk. But you, they think they know enough about the Bible. But you start hanging around, you start finding holes in their testimony. Some people are stuck where they are because they are too busy trying to keep you from experiencing the power of God in your life. They don't worship and praise him, so they will try to keep you from praising him. They don't come to church, but they will try to influence you from coming to church. You don't need church. Think of what's going on in the world. You going to church, you still got hell going on in your life. So you got to watch out. You got to stay focused on Jesus, because Jesus is focused on us. (laughs) He's focused on you. And then secondly, from the Savior's focus, even when the crowd was commotion and all the commotion and the wailing, we look at the Savior's faith. Just like us, Jesus has faith in God that God will do just what he asked. And we have faith in Jesus. Why, God, whatever we do in the name of Jesus, <laughs> yeah, that takes some faith. You just got faith the size of a mustard seed. Look at 36b. He said, he told the synagogue leader, he told Jairus, after hearing all that negativity, he said, don't be afraid, only believe. <laughs> wow. Don't be afraid. Only believe. Jesus, the word encourages with a good word. Sometimes after hearing the word, it's time to trust the word that we've heard. Uh, I'm going to say that again. Preach Pastor Mac. 
I'm doing the best I can after hearing the word. That's why the devil don't want you to come to church. That's why the devil wants you to listen to him. But after hearing the word, it's time to trust the word that you've heard. Well, I told you earlier, it's difficult when things start happening to you. It's different. It's something different because now you must start applying the word that you heard and using it for yourself. Uh, Jesus saw the girl as asleep <laughs> because Jesus saw death as temporary. Can I can I hang right there? Because Jesus operates on a whole nother level. And that's all he's trying to do for us is get us to that new level of thought, a new level of belief, a new level of faith. That whatever the situation is, Jesus got it. And since he got it, we got this <laughs> with Jesus. More faith means less fear. And that's what the devil want to creep into our minds is fear. Fear you can't do it. Fear it won't be done. Fear you can't make it. Fear you need to just give it up and quit. Fear you don't need to go another further. You stop right here because it won't make any difference because you're not going to make it. That's fear. Bible tells us to go to the Lord. Go to God with all our troubles. Sometimes it doesn't mean that God will change our circumstances to suit us. But he will change us to suit our circumstance. I ain't got time to stay right in there, right about that. He, he won't change the circumstances to suit us, but he'll change us to suit the circumstances. Well, can I just tell somebody, somebody need to read your Bible more so you have more power. And then you won't falter and wither under some pressure from this world. Uh, Help me, Holy Ghost. You, 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 you need to change to fit the, the circumstances. Because if you quit looking at the circumstances in a pity party, you'll start looking at the power of the Lord. Uh, thank you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> so, Jarius, Jesus grabbed the hand of the girl, said, Get up. <laughs> Get up. You just sleep. Bible said he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha Kaun, which is translated little girl, I say to you, get up. And immediately the girl got up and began to walk. They were astounded. Said nobody should know. Give us something. To eat. Well, my brothers and my sisters, don't let anybody or anything keep you from getting to Jesus. Don't let anybody, don't let life cause you to start looking somewhere else for hope. Because all our hope lies in Jesus. And I heard it to a close. The story goes, a blind girl one day was caught in a fire on the tenth floor of a building. She couldn't make her way to a window, but she couldn't see anything. She felt the heat and smelled the smoke of the fire. 
Then she heard a fireman yell, jump, jump, little girl. She said, I'm scared to jump. I can't see. And the fireman said, if you don't jump, you are going to die. Take the risk and jump. It's bad enough to jump from 10 stories high, but to jump when you can't see where you're jumping, that's scary. In the midst of the chaos and confusion, she heard another voice say, darling, jump, I've got you. She smiled and said, okay, daddy, I'll jump. And that's the story that we need to have in our life today, that the world is full of chaos, and the world is full of confusion, and the world is full of calamity, but the Lord is standing there saying, I've got you. We've got this with Jesus. There are no hopeless situations with the Lord. The situation you're in is not hopeless. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Abraham believed in the Lord and the Lord delivered Isaac with the ram in the bush. Moses believed in the Lord and the Lord delivered the Israelites through the Reed Sea. Joshua believed and marched around Jericho and God delivered Jericho after seven days. Daniel believed in the Lord and the lions went on a diet. The three Hebrew boys believed in the Lord and God took the heat out of the fire. David believed in the Lord and the Lord delivered Goliath to him. What I'm trying to say to somebody is you got to believe in the Lord. Jairus came to the right place and he came to the right person because Jesus, he walks with us in our trials. Jesus, he walks with us in our tribulations. And I thank God that he delivered me. I thank God that he made a way. I thank God that he keeps all blessing me. Over and over and over and over, over again. He keeps on blessing me. Can I tell you the story one more time? He marched him up Calvary's hill, and they nailed nails in his hand. They nailed nails in his feet, pierced him in his side. He hung his head and died, and they took him off that cross and laid him in 
a barroom tomb. Lay there all night, Friday night. Lay there all day, Saturday and Saturday night. But the reason why I know it was a resurrection, the reason why I know he got up from the grave is that early, 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 Sunday morning, he got up from the grave because he said he got up from the grave. You see, he did a resuscitation for that little girl. She had to die again, but Jesus is still alive. He's alive with all power in his hand. Somebody say yes. Say yes. Say yes. yes. He lives. We got this with Jesus. Whatever your problem is, whatever your situation is, whatever your trials is, we got this in the name of Jesus. Wave at somebody in your house and say, we got this. It don't matter what it is. We got this. Somebody say yes. Say yes, say yes, yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team, I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line, we love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it up.